Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
dude, dude. Whoa, dude, dude, no! Oh! Huh? What? I said that was a shitty opening. Nah. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little shitty. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic on time as always. Oh yeah. Episode yeah. number uh one hundred and two hundred and four. 204, because uh, we right. keep skipping 200. <laughs> of course, the fucking movie opens up with a goddamn butterfly. <laughs> <That's> fucking smart. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 204, where we will be reviewing The Perils of Gwendolyn. Now, uh, for those of you listening to the podcast and not watching our video podcast, uh, the the that music that you heard for two minutes that sounded like a cross between Enya and Spike Jones that was actually the the trailer. Yeah, I apologize in advance. Uh, well, not in advance, but that would that 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 would have some foresight. No, I apologize. I'm just apologizing because that was a complete visual. There was no dialogue yeah. in that at all. Oh yeah, there's there's my voice. There's my yep. voice. Yeah, but it was like the the audio was real low for me in the beginning of the show. Yeah, me too. And then just all of a sudden, this jumped up. Yeah, Sound yeah, problems yeah, yeah, here, yeah, but yeah, we're 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 forging ahead. We're yeah, forging we're, ahead. We're always forging. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are forgers. So anyway, yes. Uh, once again, we are reviewing uh, the 1984, um, I guess, <clears throat> sexual adventure. Uh, yeah, Indian this Jones exploitation cinema. Yeah, film, the peril. Now, the original now, title in France is Gwendolyn. That's the version that I have and watched. Right, same that was, here. And that's the trailer that I chose, which I was like, "Oh, they got a trailer for Gwendolyn." The version that we watched, which is uncut and all that, I didn't even preview it because I always uh-huh. watch the trailer when we do the show, and I, 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 had I really, really wish I watched it ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had seen I had seen the trailer before, and so while I'm listening, when you just started the show, I and mean, I heard that, I was like, oh no, he's playing the one without any dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. You, sh- you should have said something. <laughs> uh, but, but then I get we should have provided our, our own dialogue. It's like, yep, uh, titties. We got yeah, titties. But I, get, I get yelled at for talking <laughs> over the opening, so I don't do that. See, now. and this is the time I wouldn't have yelled at you. I know, but still, I, know, I, I can't. <laughs> You know, it's always mixed signals I get. Mixed signals. I, I I loved when we did uh, Strangers last week uh, with your dad, and he's just talking <laughs> over the opening. <laughs> like, shh, shh, we're doing the, it's the opening thing. Shh. And then he's like, yeah, but you know, this and this is like, yeah, no, no. Okay. I just could, I couldn't help but laugh. It was it was fun. <laughs> it was a good episode. It, it made it fun. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, uh, the, uh, so the American title was uh, the I, I feel the superior title, uh, the the uh, the perils of Gwendolyn in the land of the Yik Yak. That's right, and that's the version that I saw. So, well, you may not be surprised as a kid. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Uh, my parents had rented it, and with a moment of clarity, they said, "You know, I don't think the kids can watch this one." <laughs> now. But I would sneak in the room in and out, you know. One of the yeah. most vivid memories I have is when they go visit the one guy with the with the chick that's blowing him on the bed, um, <laughs> and they uh, <laughs> the they're asking him where her father is. It's like I, that's ingrained in my brain. We'll never forget that scene. 
See, for I me, just for remember me her was... licking his chest and just blowing him. But you don't for see me, that. It... You see it from the back. For me, it's the scene at the end where she has the big gown and she uh, slowly lowers herself onto uh, Willie. Yeah, that's that's uh, Will, William, whatever. Yeah. And 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 I'm just, even as a kid, like something's going on under there that I don't know. Yeah. But uh, for some yes. reason, my parents want me to leave the room. Uh, <laughs> my the now, other scene that's ingrained in my brain is when she takes an arrow in the vagina, and he's like, "Well, I gotta suck out the poison." Like that's never left me. <laughs> I gotta suck it out. What do you want from me? It's got to be done. This just takes me back to like the late night Cinemax, you know, Emmanuel films. Uh, th that's what this reminded me of. Uh, well, Rewatching re it, it as an adult, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what it was. Well, as, as a kid, I didn't know what. I, as a kid, I didn't know what that shit was. But as an adult, or a teen years into adulthood, you know, this just brings back a lot of memories like that. I bet it does. It sure does. Um, now your parents. <laughs> probably as well as my parents didn't know that the film is based on a series of BDSM uh, pinup cartoons uh, about sweet Gwendolyn bondage they were pretty much like bondage pinups like like uh, like Betty Page oh really yeah the, the whole movie is based on this series called sweet Gwendolyn which was just a series it was like a it was kind of a loose storyline but every every issue of this magazine I think it was called uh, bizarre magazine okay. uh, don't, don't check that uh, something like that yeah bizarre magazine uh, it would be like two or three panels and it always have Gwendolyn bound in, in some kind of position you know it's bondage fetish and for some reason they decided to make a film out of it and not just haphazardly from what I read, this was one of the biggest budget films of the year from France. Really? Spent it was filmed like on location in Morocco and and you know, they actually went to locate actual locations for all these scenes. Wonder uh, if for I like the outdoor a, stuff. Wonder if I can find a budget on this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when when they when they filmed in the jungle, they're actually kind of in a jungle. <laughs> it wasn't uh, just a yeah. set. Yeah, it's like you know someone might have probably well not might have probably came back with malaria. <laughs> you know, like whenever you watch those uh, those pharma commercials now, where they tell you, "Don't if you go to areas uh, where yeast infections are common." It's like, yeah, that's that area. <laughs> Anywhere how do you that know if you go to an area, how do you know yeast infections are common? Well, what I think that means is, don't go to the jungle where it's humid, because <laughs> you're going to get a yeast infection. <laughs> All right, I'm saying you're not going to know yeast infections are common unless you ask around. That doesn't make any sense. To me. Well, it's like. I is it ungodly humid, uh, humid here? Yes, it is. Okay. The, it, the film kind of has the feel of, like, the French version of Barbarella. Yeah. The music it, it, is very uh, Carpenter-ish if he was trying to do it sexy. I, 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 would, I was thinking more like uh, like Enya meets John Tesh. Sure. But that was my... Did, did, was Enya around in the, in the early 80s? No, I'm, I can still use it as a reference point to compare to. Thank you. I was trying to use something that was uh, <laughs> around the same time period. But call me crazy. Um, I mean, it had that kind of Enya taste to it with, with a little bit of that 80s like synthesizer mixed in. Sure. Wow. Box and Office Mojo doesn't even recognize this movie. <laughs> yeah, you got you to dig back like to the actual... Uh, these. That's one of those films you have to actually find like oh, the archive... Know, Film I know where I can get it. The 80s. The numbers. The website, The Numbers. It's my, uh -huh. my favorite website as, as far as finding movies released for the whole year, 
budget, what it made, shit like that, opening weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the numbers, 1984. Let's have a look. There we go. I can't spend too much time on this site because then I just get too nostalgic. Uh-huh. Well, and, and we're recording, too. So that And we're recording. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much time on the site. Like, for instance, Greystoke, The Le- Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes came out. The one with, um... Oh. Uh, what's his face? The guy that was in Highlander. Yeah, that I guy. didn't, didn't guy. care for that. Man, ever since I had kids, <laughs> I would have been able to tell you his name in a second. Christopher Lambert. That's it. Lambert. Or as we call him, Christopher Lambert. Lambert. I didn't care for that one, and I don't want to see the new one either. Did oh, that come out go. yet? The new Tarzan? Um, no, not yet. Oh. It, and it's got the guy from um, True Blood, the TV show to, uh, True Blood. Oh, oh, good. Who, who fucking cares? Well, yeah. I know who cares, but... You, you brought it up. Perils of Gwendolyn, according to this, made no money in the U.S. So it must have made all its money in Europe. I don't think it was released in American theaters, was it? Does IMDb? It, I didn't check IMDb for that. It, it had to have been because it wouldn't have fallen in our. Yeah, it came out in January 1985 in the U.S. Okay, ah, so it's, a, it's a goddamn January movie. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. And it came out right when it came out on video right at the uh, the the um, explosion of mom and pop video rental stores in oh the yeah 80s. this was uh the big clamshell box i remember right oh yeah I, I remember the box definitely yep. clamshell <laughs> oh now now so the for those of you who have never watched cinemax at 3 a.m the plot of the story is basically that uh this young sweet gwendolyn and yeah. her 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 um sidekick but i guess she's, she's more like an old pair uh, <sighs> But her 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 compatriot Beth, they 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 sneak to uh, Asia. Where are they? I guess They're I guess Morocco. In Tibet. I guess Morocco. Tibet. I thought they were in. T- <laughs> well, you know what it is because like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out the same year, and that opens up in like Tibet or Taiwan or some some Asian country like that. So I have a it's feeling like, they just directly ripped off Temple of Doom. So they end up in a foreign country. Uh, and and they meet. They come across the the uh, the the tough rapscallion Willard, which is a weird name for a hero. Yeah, who's Willard? An I, I awful actor. Awful. Yeah. Oh, Brent Huff. He's awful. <laughs> well, this is like one of his first big films. So cut him a little slack. He looks like <laughs> someone that uh, owed, you know, like would have OD'd a couple of years later. It's like, oh, whatever happened to that guy? Oh, he OD'd. <laughs> He's actually still making films. He he became a director too, a uh, producer. Uh, he started a lot of B movie uh, action films. Hopefully, his perception and uh, his, his name is better than the better character's now. name. The, the character's name is Willard, and his name is Brent <laughs> Brent Huff. It's like there's an Brent. action star named Brent Huff. <laughs> is that his real name? <laughs> That's his real name, Brent Huff. I was like, well, why? They should just wow. called Willard Brent. No kidding. Every time someone says Willard in the film, I like it's, it's almost like expect them to look over his shoulder. It's like, who, do, who names their masculine hero in like an adventure film, especially like a, a sexy adventure film? Willard. Willard doesn't make any sense. No sense. But anyway, they, they meet Willard and then they they cajole him to help Gwendolyn find her father, 
who it turns out was killed while trying to find a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> and then while trying to find the butterfly, they end up in this weird Amazon underground diamond mining cult. Uh, and I, I can't even go on. <laughs> now, according <laughs> according to this source, the, the in 1984, the film cost $10 million. Yeah, that's, a lot, of, that's, it was that's the, a lot of fucking money. It, it was the big, the biggest budget for a film in France th- at that time period. Yeah, which and it's weird because when you watch it, it's like this is like you're like oh, it's like this shitty little films. And this, they, they kind of put all their marbles into this one. And, <laughs> and it, you gotta love France because only France would say, okay, what's our big blockbuster hit this year? Uh, let's let's adapt the uh, bondage comics from this one magazine. Great idea. Let's throw ten million at it. <laughs> Holy crap! The uh, the uh, the uncut version is an hour and like forty six seven minutes, and the cut version, the one that we grew up on, is eighty seven minutes. Yeah, that, that's that's a lot of nudity cut out. Well, our our cut is one hundred and five minutes. Yeah, that's the uncut one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the one that we saw growing up. 87 minutes. The Skinamax version. Yep. Gotta love this. What 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 is going on here? Why are we? I don't know. I, what is that? What am I binging? Oh, it's Gino. Down. Hey, Gino. So our hero, our hero Willard, is played by Brent Huff, and Gwendolyn is played by Tawny Catan. Catane. Catane. Whatever. And. Um, I didn't real. You were the one that told me that she was actually famous for some rock videos, White Snake videos that she yeah. was in, because she was also married to the lead singer. Lead singer at the time. I don't remember his name, but yes. I, I didn't know. I, yeah. She she was <laughs> rocking his world, but um, boom. Okay. <laughs> anyway. And so she she was obviously hired for acting talent in this film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't because she was pretty. Which, you know what? I don't dig her hairstyle at all, even though even though it's red. I'm not digging that hair. Well, it's, it's based on the com- comic book, you know, or yeah. on the cartoon, on the oh, comic that's, strip. That's, that's kind of her hair. Porn. It's based on the bondage porn. That's, that's kind of her had. hair. That's kind of her hair through the 80s. But, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's also, they did it to base it on the comic, is what I'm saying. So were you saying uh, she, she got the hair in this movie, loved it, and stuck with it? I'm, I'm, I don't know. Who knows? All I'm saying is that it's reminiscent of the comic, so either they got her... That was a plus for her hiring her. I don't know. If you want to split hairs on that, but it's identical on purpose. Well... Either way. She, she still has that hair. <laughs> now she still has the hair? I, she still kind of has that hair now. Oh, I, I, should, I should put up a picture of what she looks like now. The picture I'm looking at, she has straight hair, so I don't know what you're talking about. She's got a lot of Botox now. Uh huh. And, and straight surgery. hair. I'm gonna put it up on the screen for everyone. For it. Ha! The number two search is the number one search is Tony Katane eighties. The number two search is Tony Katane now. <laughs> oh man, she is. Not good. Yeah, she does have straight hair now. Told you. So, 
Anyway. Anyway. You challenged this film to me, sir. Why don't you oh boy. dive right in? There we go. Ouch. Joey? Yes, I'm listening. I'm sorry. I just was showing everyone Tony Katane now. She looks like okay. that cat, that woman that wanted to look like a cat. She's like going in that direction. Uh-huh. I can't remember her name. It was like Jewish last Honey, name. Honey Katane. No, 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 no. There's another woman something Steen something or other. She she married into money. Some of her husband uh -huh. was super rich and she just kept getting plastic surgery over and over and over and over and she ended up looking like a cat. And um, that's where Tony Katane is going with her plastic surgery. I mean, she's not that old either. What is she, like 55? How come women can't grow, grow, grow old gracefully anymore? I, they're just hollow inside that's why <laughs> uh-huh all right so yes i did challenge this movie to you i don't remember what it was based off of like how i got to it i really don't what was well, the last it was like movie a month and a half ago because yeah. <laughs> you challenged it to me and Longer then we had that. to do the, the the january releases then we had to do the oscar films uh so it, it was you know, we, we 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 had pretty much forgotten about the movie until we said, okay, well, what are we doing now? Now that we're done with the whole Oscar thing in January releases, so uh, uh, yeah, I, it's it's uh, I don't remember I, either. I think we're working on two months. That's <laughs> when I challenged this. I I'm can't gonna go even. With the half I can't, to make I, you feel better. I can't even believe you remembered that I challenged it to you because I didn't. I remember because I was listening to them during my uh, trip. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that's right. He challenged me to a movie. I forgot about that. Okay, so I I think how I got the challenge to you was you challenged... See, no. We we did Eliminators. Right. And then, and then we did Saving Christmas. So did I give you two challenges? Because I know I challenged you to Eliminators. No. Or you challenged me to Eliminators? No, no. It's not that. I challenged you to Eliminators. <laughs> you did. Okay. And then we did Saving Christmas because uh, Dale Rontree had uh, requested that we listen to the we do that's, that. That's right. And then January releases happened, et cetera, et cetera. So you challenged me to Perils of Gwendolyn based on Eliminators. And I think I must have did it on my child. Probably side boob or something like that. Something was stupid. I don't remember. Anyway, Doesn't matter. okay. So that's anyway. fine. So do you have a challenge for me for later in the show? Yes. Okay, good. All right. So, yes, I did challenge this to you. This film was a big part of my childhood. Um, as messed up as it was, even though I had loving parents, was I did not grow up in a crazy, weird, abusive-type house, but my parents are European, born and raised in a different country, then came to this country. So that is the only way they knew how to raise me. So I got to watch shit like this, you know, that my parents were very, very open-minded and very lax when it came to things like this. So, so yes, I had a pretty interesting childhood when it came to things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, it, you know, th this movie, uh, as we mentioned earlier before, just there's so many things about it that are ingrained in my brain that'll never leave my head. And so... Like the scene that's on now, it's like where she's giving him a blowjob on the bed. <laughs> I walked into the to the room and my parents are watching this, and they're just shooing me away, but kind of like didn't care. It's like, oh, get out of the room. 
like taking my time, leaving the room. You're giving me this look. No, I'm just waiting for you to get to the film. That's all. <laughs> you, you're giving me this look. <laughs> I, I just got a complaint that our, our our faces aren't up on the screen. Oh, you're right. They're not. <laughs> oh. Better? Awesome. So so going into the film, Joey, yes, what, what is going your... into the film. Yes. Well... I don't know. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> uh, you, you made tell, me can, watch can, this. Can, can you tell I'm fucking tired? Yeah, I, I can I'm, tell. A, I'm, a, I'm fucking exhausted. Today is one of those fucking days that I literally almost canceled tonight. Just mm -hmm. because it's been that kind of fucking day could be at a hockey game right now but i didn't do that i said i want to review gwendolyn <laughs> with my friend scott that's what i said uh now anyway uh the the film this is a perfect example of trying uh, sexploitation trying to morph over into the 80s because it was very popular in the 70s and they did it well then and when we went over to well, the it, well, I mean, okay, well is probably a loose term, but you know what I mean. It, it, yeah. You get classics like Emmanuel and, um, you know, you get the Debbie Does Dallas, you know, type movies, which were more hardcore, but you, you well, know where I'm porn. going. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, um, yes, yeah, it was porn, I, but mainstream theaters would show this stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, up to a certain point, uh, yeah, I mean, mainstream theaters you know, were showing Behind the Green Door, which was pretty tame except for the end of the movie. Uh-huh. So yeah, but and, and what's interesting about that too is that uh, you really that exploitation of the seventies bleeding the eighties. Uh, it's in some ways it's kind of like a this is movies about a throwback as well because again they're not just doing the exploitation thing they're kind of like trying to bring to screen this almost classic because these these uh, this this is like art from the fifties and sixties uh, the bondage stuff and what they're really trying to do is bring these. Like almost Betty Page type images uh, into a, a mo motion picture, so it's a very stylized fetish art that they're trying to put on the screen. So they've got the sex in there, but the sex isn't really what's driving the the source material. It's the bondage. That's why every every other scene they're tied up, where he's slapping her around, right, holding or, her you down. Know, it, it, you know, the, 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 you're right. They do that a lot in the movie, and. Oh, yeah. uh, I think I remember how I challenged this to you. I think it was the whole riverboat, uh, yeah, captain that might be thing. It. Yeah, I think that mm -hmm. was it. But anyway, and them in the jungle. But when the you know the sexploitation bleeding into the eighties, this film is almost entirely actually it it is entirely dubbed, um, right? Because the her friend, she's got to be speaking French. Like she's not speaking English at all. Like not even trying to talk English, you and then they the dubbed lips. over it. I don't know. When you watch the lips, it looks like it's English, but uh. But for a film that was so expensive, you wonder why they did it that way. Because the whole thing with dubbing movies is that it's always cheaper to film it without sound and then dub in the audio. 
Well, and, they, and also this this is that time period. Like Hong Kong did the same thing for a while too. They don't shoot sound; they dub it all in later. Right, because it's cheaper. So, but and it this, was filmed in English. If you watch their lips, they are speaking English. Well, but yeah, it's it is dubbed because they go back and redub it afterwards. No, I know that. They, yeah. they they obviously have to move their mouths. So why not speak English when you do it, or at least some of the actors that don't speak English try or whatever. But for a movie that costs this much, why not just film it with sound and just dub the parts of the actors that don't speak English that well? It, you know, some movies did that where it had a better production value when it was done that way. Uh-huh. You, know, you could just tell, okay, this person doesn't speak good English, so they dubbed in their, their you know, their, the voice acting later. But there's, there's, a few, there's a bunch of American actors in this. And their mouths are moving, you know, and it's dubbed, and it, it looks terrible. And, but up oh, there's Brent's six pack <laughs> on the screen. Yeah, all, all three main characters spend half the film in various stages of undress. Uh, there's a lot of sexual innuendo, surprisingly. Now, the the, the big, the weirdest part again, it's all pretty almost. In, in some ways, it's almost straightforward. So, oh look, it's raining! Quick, everyone, take off your clothing. Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, Once a, we get to the land of the Yik Yak, and they're abducted by... I even forget the name of the the, the people that abducted them, because there's a poison cloud that they're not supposed to breathe, and then uh, uh, spider spider webs that this uh, racist Zulu tribe puts men on, and but, yeah. and, and supposedly the, the, the Yik Yak ghost or whatever steals them, but what happens is this... this, uh, this uh, all-female Amazon bondage cult kidnaps them and, and enslaves them as their their captive men because it's a it's a group of all women, uh, and this is where it becomes surreal. Not only in like just the idea of a group of Amazonian half-naked women only uh, performing mining functions because they're 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 mining this uh, mountain for diamonds, but there's a lot of weird bondage in the, in the bondage in this scene and like in the later part the bondage in the earlier is like is this kind of lifted right from the uh uh what was his name uh willie john willie john willie's the artist who oh, right right but uh eric stanton who also did bondage art but his was a bit more humorous and it was a bit it, he did like rube goldbergian uh goldbergian things uh like weird devices that would, would result in the girl being spanked and so, so when they first go into this uh, um, this weird underground white marble city with with weird uh, like metropolis type uh, machines, the one thing you see is the naked girl pistons. Oh, <laughs> where so you've got three women and they all wear this black kind of like uh, insectoid almost half armor that that it's like bikini armor like right out of uh, like D and D wet dream and there's there's a bunch of them the ones with the shaved knot tops they're turning cranks and behind them there's three giant metal tubes and you'll see the the bottom half of a, of a semi-naked woman up to just above the breasts will like descend and then go back up almost just like like a piston and there really can't be any purpose to this thing at all no 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 it, it's just, it none it, it's it, it was just a way for them to get something erotic on the screen in a 
I guess unique is the, is the right word, way. And because <laughs> it's fucking Europe. <laughs> I'm surprised people are just not having sex in front of, you know, crowd goers in Europe. Because <laughs> it, well, and, and again, it's, it's a stereotype, but that's just what Europe gives you. It just gives you right. that feeling. I think what it's gives very this film kind of that sexual freeing. That, yeah, but what makes this film different? What gives that weird t- taste is that um, not a taste, maybe not, but that weird <laughs> kind of ambiance is that it is this kind of lighthearted. It's not sexual as much as it is like bondage fetish. So we're, we're not seeing people having sex, not even though sex does occur in certain various points, at, at least at the end. But like when she takes them into the torture room, and so you have like a girl hanging upside down bound uh and like her head's being dunked in water every five seconds and then another woman is like on like a da vinci kind of wheel and she's just slowly spinning it's like it's it's just this is purely out of this that kind of uh bizarre fetish art where you just put the women in bizarre positions to see how they look and and it's it's it doesn't make any sense yeah no it doesn't (laughs) uh how about the scene when they get captured um, by the, the, the Zabu tribe or whatever the fucking tribe is, the one with the, the spider uh-huh. tribe. Yeah. And they're, they're all tied up there and they're just talking and he asks her, have you ever made, like the weirdest conversations they have in this movie, <laughs> have you ever made love? It's like, first of all, he's the hero. This is not a guy that I would ever expect to say make love considering how much you know, he hey, did this. Hey. What? No, 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 he's, no. He's got a soft side. Yeah, barely. Didn't he say uh-huh. at one point that uh, he had, um, was it a monkey or a dog? And it died. Panther. Oh, that's right, the panther. And he, and he just said, uh, what did he say? He was, I was a jerk for caring, or that's the last time yeah. I cried. It's like, all right, uh. dude. But anyway, he's like, have you ever made love? And she's like, no. He goes, I can't let you die without making love. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're and then, of course, Come on. well, and then he's unsuccessful in that. So he just basically sure. talks her into orgasm. <laughs> and, of course, the other French girl knows what she's doing. She's got her hand down her pants. But Tony Katane is just well, that, young, that, young and dumb. Were, that's, that's how they were tied, though, with their hands between their legs. So Yeah, but Tony Katane ain't doing it. Only the yeah. other girl is. Tony Katane well, yeah. is just, she's just like trying to feel his words. That's because sweet Gwendolyn is so naive, you know? Yeah. Just listen to the words, man. Yeah. my I'll be honest, my favorite scene of the whole film, it's going to sound stupid, is the gambling scene. One reason why it's my favorite scene of the world. Which one? There's a couple. All right. When they're in the casino and is they're this playing one with the roulette. The mayor? And they're playing roulette. Okay. That's one Worst croupier ever. Because <laughs> we've all seen it in the films. You, know, you watch James Bond or something. The wheel is spinning one way, and then the croupier takes the ball and shoots it the other way, and it goes round, 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 and eventually it loses steam and go, it falls in and there's clatter. This right. Asian woman, she, the wheel's spinning one way, and she just kind of like a plop, and the ball just like, <laughs> it's in the hole. and it's like the director i can almost imagine there's like 10 takes of this the director's like all right whatever just put just just yeah that's fine (laughs) if even a guy you know what they're spending 10 million dollars i gotta i gotta i gotta hope that they at least did five takes before he said fuck it 
Is the director still alive? Uh, yeah, the I don't know. I didn't look. The director's name is Jake Jerkin, which is a great name. No, it's just Jakin. Just, just, just Jake, just Jackin. Sorry, Jackin. <laughs> uh, according to IMDb, he doesn't. He does not have a death date, so it seems that he's still alive. He's seventy-six no years old. Or no one cared to tell anyone that he was dead. <laughs> Since this was like the last film he ever did. Wow. He did The Perils of Gwendolyn, and then he directed a documentary called The King of Ads in 1991. He did a segment from it. Oh, God. You know what? I should be... I should just smack myself. This is the director that did Emmanuel and the story uh -huh. of O. Yeah. I should know that. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm talking about sexploitation of the 70s. Ladies Chatterley's lover. Yeah, he was the perfect person for the job. French woman, last romantic lover. No wonder why they gave him money. A lot all, of money. All, all of those made money. And, I mean, he made those for next to nothing. You know, those are low-budget, just skin flicks. Sexploitation skin flicks. And he made a ton of money. So, oh. when he, he actually was going to make this, and it was going to come out the same year as an Indiana Jones film, and they were trying to push you know into that type of market um at least it didn't work in america but it did in europe um they gave him all that money to do it i still can't find a box office total for the movie like what it made uh in the uh foreign market for some now reason. i i was being kind of like humorous and snide when i called him just jackin instead of just jakin uh, if you look on his on the IMDb page, he yeah. has listed as an alternate name Just Jackin. <laughs> okay. So he actually, even he was like, "Come on, I gotta use it." So uh -huh. he, he did so, he did something, uh, possibly acting under the name of J Jerk Jackin. Jerk jerking it. All right, I gotta see if I can find this here. Oh, it does have a box office mojo. Oh, it made $1.3 million in the U.S. Does not say shit about foreign market. I, I, I have no idea if it bombed or not. I mean, it, it had to make money in the foreign market, but it's just not sure. listing it on Box Office Mojo. You know, I, I watched them. He has a he has a credit as acting as himself in uh, Electric Boogaloo. So I'm wondering if he's I don't remember if he was interviewed in the in the documentary, but he might have been since he's listed as as playing himself in the movie in the documentary, oh, so I I, I don't recall, you know they, they you know there's a lot of people talking during that film, so I, I don't recall which one was well, him, but was this film, uh, uh, did Golden Globus produce this film here in America, or it's a Golden Globus film, yeah, is it? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they, they, it was one of the clips they showed in the, in the documentary. They probably distributed uh. it here. Okay, that's what I meant. Yeah, that they produced it yeah. and brought it here. All right, very interesting. Yeah, I'm not finding a box office even on the on the Wikipedia page. It's not showing like money made or anything like that. Well, you know, I, it, it's a moot point at this point. I'll have to uh, have to find that out at another time. <laughs> anyway, so. Now, did you rented this when you were a kid, right? That's how you got to my see it? Or did you see my it on parents, Cinemax? 
I, I believe either my parents rented it or it was on Cinemax. I don't recall which. I very, very specifically remember renting the clamshell box of this. Or my parents did anyway. I remember seeing the clamshell box. I just don't recall when I actually... I, it was probably rented. It was probably yeah, rented. No, my, my, my parents definitely rented this. This was in my house. <laughs> this was in my house. And I, I remember... I, re- I remember seeing the box in the house too and I'm just looking at it and I'm just like what is this and then they watched it that night yep oh here's the gambling scene you were talking about just watch her watch her with the ball when she is it coming up know. right now oh no no sorry this is that's the that's the gambling scene with the knife where the the aliens knife scene. oh yeah we're, we're already past that then that uh I'm assuming aliens didn't rip, rip it off of this film. I can't imagine even for well, James no, Cameron he would that do that. Bumblebee peg. They, they were doing Bumblebee Bumblebee peg. That was. That Is that what different. that's called? It actually, has a I, name. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's called Mumble Mumblebee peg. <laughs> oh my god! How do you know that? I just I I heard it once and and like it stuck in my head. Well, I guess a name like it'll never leave my brain now. Mumblebee peg. <laughs> So I'm I can understand. I can understand that uh, you hear it once and you remember it. Yeah, Mumbledy Peg. There's a band called Mumbledy Peg. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Y- Yahoo hijacked my computer. Oh really? I mean, all all of a sudden, Yahoo is my default search engine. I must have clicked something somewhere. Uh, Mumbledy Peg is an out an old outdoor game played with pocket knives. Mumbledy Aha! Peg came from the practice of putting a peg of about two or three inches into the ground. The loser of the game had to take it out with his teeth. Mumbledy Peg was very popular oh. schoolyard game. But so uh, it's so it's not that that Mumbledy Peg is when you you throw the knife at the peg and you have to get close to it. Yeah, that's a different game. Yeah, all right, so I, I was close, though. It didn't involve knives. Yeah, so I, that, yeah. I was close. I was close. Now, there's different versions of the game, but it has nothing to do with... Um, no, nothing to do with hands. Mm. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, son of a bitch. Something, something switched my... Default search engine from Google to Yahoo. What did you uh, did you install something today? I no. It Usually just did it like like why it did it while we were talking. Oh. Like I was using Google like earlier, and then while we're talking, all of a sudden Yahoo popped up. So I, I don't know what the fuck happened. So if you close your browser and open it again, it opens to Yahoo, or I don't know. It, I'm not closing and opening it, but every, the new okay. when I did a search in a new tag, it would pop up as Yahoo. Got it. Oh, maybe you have spyware. I fixed it. <laughs> so no spyware? I don't know. We'll find out. You know, it's funny. One of the things that I noticed that they do in this oh. film. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going backwards a bit, but uh, Gino's listening in, and he, he confirmed that Harry Fontana was, was your reason for the challenge. Got it. It, it was a link between the, the riverboat guys. Okay. Although Harry right. Fontana had a fucking name. Yeah, Not he had Will- a name. Willard. Willard. <laughs> Brent Huff. 
You know, there's the fucking name. I had to go to Willard. Uh. Willard. Um, but one of the things that they do in this movie is they uh, have sex. <laughs> no, oh. their locales are completely wrong. They're, they're, geographically, they're wrong. Oh. <laughs> one second they're in the fucking jungle. The next second they're in the the deepest desert. It just, and they walk there. They walk. They, there. And exactly, they walked there. So the <laughs> they literally the they walked really for a half. Close. Yeah, it's like not. No, that's geographically impossible. <laughs> and the, I at mean, least they, not now, in the they, time period that it took to get them there. But they were even nice enough to show us a, a middle ground where, when they left the rainforest, they were in an area with like high grass that was like grassy, and then the next thing you know, they were in like a like a rocky area with very little grass. Then they were in the desert. So they did give us stages, <laughs> but they did walk there. They're and pretty it looked shitty like stages. The course, it looked like it happened during the course of an afternoon. Yeah, it was like the same day. <laughs> Oh, we're in the jungle, uh, rainforest. Uh, oh, and now we're in the middle of the desert. Because they only had two canteens for the three of them, and right. they and, and they only drank one of them before they got to their location. And you're not surviving that long in one yeah. canteen between three people. So nope. Yeah, here we go. Now they're walking into the into the jungle, because you know on the other side of the jungle, I'm sure it's you know this fucking Sahara. I, I did like the whole, hey, it's raining, quick, take off your clothing. I'm going to use that next time. <laughs> yeah, sure. What was that one line from of uh, Willard's? <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. Come on. Brent, <laughs> rock. You know, <laughs> beef slab. Something, something fucking manly. Um, <laughs> when he stops beef them. Slab. What was that? What was that line? Um, it's... Uh, uh, it's it's um, it's it's all instinct. I'm infallible. <laughs> God, probably the He's... first time you've ever heard the word infallible in like an action film of any kind. Yeah, or an right? adventure film. Man, uh, and and the scene that where he walked, they just walk into the jungle from the desert, and there's the snake on the tree. What does he say to the snake? I'm not in the mood, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I got it. You're a tough guy. <laughs> Oh, uh, this is the part where uh, you know it's now raining, because we yeah. all know that it rains in the desert, or it's the jungle. But you know the, the desert in the is on the. Uh, they haven't gone to the desert yet. Yes, no, they they came from the desert, and walked right into the rainforest. But then they walk out to the desert again. Yes, they do. So apparently, yeah. there's a there's this uh, pocket, in between the the desert and the rain uh, in, in the it's desert. A, there's this little rainforest. It's a very very big oasis. Y yes. You know, what's hilarious, what's hilarious is he makes them, I mean, you know, props to him. He gets them half naked. Good for him, you know. But he makes them do that to take off their clothes so that they could use it as a funnel of, of sorts to put water in the cantina. Supposedly. But they're surrounded by the biggest fucking leaves I've ever seen where they could have just done the same thing. Exactly. So, <laughs> so you know, hats off to him. He gets uh, Tony Katane topless, which, if I remember correctly, this is the only time she was ever topless in the eighties. Every really? other time she was in a, like a music video where she was scantily clad, but you never got to see her naked. It was this film. I think after this film, she'd stopped doing it. You know what? She was so naked 
throughout she was so naked throughout this whole entire production i think she kind of used up her nakedness i think at that point like <laughs> yeah i've got nothing to show now there's right. uh, you know out, outside of uh just like flat out porn i've got nothing to show i, okay. I so dial it back and let's do something else I, right exactly you know after after this i don't want to see her naked i'm done i was like no <laughs> no sorry i'm done <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting because this movie came out before the White Snake video, and I saw this movie before the White Snake video, and then when I saw the White Snake video, I just felt cheated. Because, like, I've already seen this person naked. <laughs> but that's, I, that's, this old that's why, hat. That's why, that's why she eventually left the guy from White Snake, because he saw the perils of Gwendolyn. And he's like, you know, I, I'm done. I'm done. It's like, he, how many he saw more, he saw more of her of? nude in this film than he did during their marriage. <laughs> and he knew that when he saw the film. So that, no, I can't do this anymore. Yep, it's done. a sham. It's a total sham. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, now they're making their way towards the Yik Yak. I, I wish... I, I like the name Yik Yak. Don't get me wrong. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. it, you know, movies like th that had weird names like that. There was... Uh, what was the name of that movie? Uh, it was Your... <sighs> what was that one? That had... It, it was Your... And then it had like a Your, long y -O -R. weird name, Y O R. But it had a weird like subtitle. The fuck was it? You're the hunter oh, from the future. The hunter from the future, and then of course you know they, uh, the one with Molly Ringwald, the, the futuristic film Space Hunter, and then Adventures the, in uh, Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Get the whole yeah, title in there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like they did those kind of things back then, especially in the eighties. Oh, always those fantasy films. Fantasy yeah. films really give you that long title. Oh, we'll get sure. Indiana Jones and the Te and the and uh, Temple the, of Doom. Well, the, I mean the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's Raiders. your long title. Yeah. It was almost, you, you know, it's just prerequisite. Pre, 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 it was required for those type films. And I think the original title before they changed it to Raiders of the Lost Ark was Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, right. Um. Which is, I, everyone calls it understand. Indiana Jones. Yeah. So. I wonder why they did they did change that. Maybe the title didn't test well. And then after it's, it was a giant success, Spielberg said, you know what, the next film is going to be called Indiana Jones and the, you know, Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. It's always, it's always marketing with most of the names. And Raiders of the Lost Ark only had an $18 million budget, made $242 million. Well, I mean, but again, look, in, the, in, in uh, the, the French, the original title was just Gwendolyn, and then America got its hand on it and says, no, 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 no. It's too simple. You right. don't know what you're getting. We need the perils of Gwendolyn and the land of the Yik Yak. They, you got it all right there. You got you got what's happening to Gwendolyn, you got the fact that it's Gwendolyn, and you got where it's happening to her. It's all good. Exactly. Fucking movie. But, you know, it's like, I like this kind of title because it's got that kind of camp feel to it. Even though I hate titles that explain the movie, I like this. Now, when it's a film like uh, like Heist, it's like, all right, I'm guess I'm assuming there's a heist and yeah, whatever, fuck. Whether or not I like the film, the title sucks. Right. Yep. But th this is like so overly descriptive that it, it's just fun. Yeah. No, exactly. Well, I can't find alternate titles anywhere. You know what we should do? Do you think this has the? Um the uh the 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 parental guide 
for oh, it. Oh, you know it. Hang on, I'll find it. And I want to start doing a regular feature where Holly reads that for us, but I keep forgetting until the last minute. Oh, so, so you'll uh, have her record it, and then we yeah, play it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. And, well, what I what I um, what I challenge you to this this episode, uh-huh. I'll make sure she does for this. Yeah, cool. For us. I, I would yeah. love that. Yeah, here, parents got it. I've got it right here. Oh, uh, nice. Wow, it's surprisingly short. Because how many people guess, saw this fucking thing? I, I guess a lot of parents just didn't bother watching. All right, here we go. Sex and nudity. Multiple scenes of... You know what it is, too? How, how much detail can you get? Like This probably sums it up. Sex and nudity. Multiple scenes of topless nudity. Breasts. <laughs> it's like princess <laughs> breasts. In case you were confused as what kind of nudity would uh, uh, offend a parent uh, that would fill this out. I'm sure it wasn't knees or elbows. No, it's breasts. Right. As well as a lot of revealing costumes. Breasts. A non-explicit yeah. sex scene. Woman on top of a man while moaning, but both their bodies are covered. So you really don't know it's a sex scene, do you? She, he, you know, they could have been wrestling. Uh, violence and gore. Sure. Few bloody stabbings and flailings. Flayings, sorry. Characters get impaled by a hook to throat. A person falls on spikes. <laughs> Profanity. A few uses of a asterisk asterisk and s asterisk asterisk asterisk. Not sure which words those are, but those are the two that were used. Uh, considering that it's three or two asterisks after A, I'm, I'm going with I'm being, sar- I'm, I'm being sarcastic, obviously. Well, okay. <laughs> we, we all know what words they are, Joey. I was being a smartass. Come on. Okay. <laughs> Alcohol, drug, smoking. A I believe scene. you. <laughs> a bar scene with lots of people drinking, smoking, and gambling. Nice. Frightening slash intense scenes. Nothing. And it, there's nothing there. Nothing there. <laughs> we should um, we should edit <laughs> Which is this. Kind of true. Which is kind of true. That <laughs> there aren't any really frightening or intense scenes. There's a lot of stuff going on, but at no time was I either frightened or did I feel it was intense. Right. <laughs> well, you think we should start adding our own stuff to this? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. How so, sir? What, what, what is your intention? Well, I mean... We could add things like uh, the the non-sex, you know, the, the have you ever made love scene. Like we could go in there and uh, we could add it to the to the sex and nudity, and um, we can have fun with it. You know, like you you could put without in, being without without lying or being malicious. Right. We could just like, like like we could put the quote. You know, it's like have you ever made love before? No, I can't let you die without making love. Like we could do shit like that. You know. And we could put it in those scenes. I got, I, I can sum up that scene for you right now for the parental guide. Uh, okay. A man and a woman talk dirty to each other while they're trussed up like turkeys. <laughs> while their friend is actually masturbating in the next shot. <laughs> while they're trussed up like turkeys. I like it. Uh, under uh, under sex and nudity. Nude female pistons. Nude female... Yeah, sure. Figure it out. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sir... <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> we'll see how much we can get in there. Yeah. Like, like really just... like I mean, we're taking notes anyway, so we could just work off our notes. <laughs> <laughs> I say we do it. I say we make IMDB our bitch. You I, know? I, I think it's about time somebody did. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. man. I mean, there's, I mean, there's not much to say. I, you know, I know you... 
challenged the movie to me. And it, no, it is know. an interesting film. I mean, outside of the exploitation aspect and the and the like the the bondage, porn kind of feel to it. Uh, I, I mean, can't hate this movie just because it's it's part of my childhood. As fucked up as that is. All right, you know what? I hate watching it. Like sitting there watching it, I'm like, oh, oh, you're killing me. Yeah, like it's, it's it's a slow. Ex, 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 excru- Why can't I fucking talk tonight? I'm dead sober. Come on, it's a slow, excruciating uh, <coughs> ordeal making it through the film. But then, like an hour later, when I'm thinking back on it, it's like that wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Until you like, start to watch it again, and you're like, yeah, it was that bad. It's like it's, I'm all of a sudden I get very forgiving. It's like, well, you know, it was the time period, and they're working up the thing, and it was kind of inventive. The 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 sets in the last third of the film the third act the sets were really interesting it was good yeah like barbarella yeah by the way barbarella also i find excruciating to sit through i I, not a fan it's just no i i need more than that kind of like oh i'm i'm like it's like somebody put took heavy metal uh, and put it on the screen but not in a fun way i have that copy of uh die laughing that you gave me uh which is a laser (laughs) disc rip which has the barbarella trailer at the end of it oh it has the bar yeah, because it actually, it goes, the movie is like two hours, or the cut is two hours, but I'm like, it's not not a two-hour movie, uh, Die Laughing. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I watch, when you challenge to me, I watch the film and I fast-forward to the credits, and it does the Barbarella trailer. I'm like, but that's like a two-minute extra on top of whatever, the movie's like an hour and 40 minutes. You recorded blue screen for like another twenty minutes. <laughs> I did because I'm not sitting up and waiting for it and then turning stop. I just I probably like put it in the copy and then went off and did something else. <laughs> I don't care uh, because at that point, I, well, at that point I was gonna put it on a DVD anyway. I was right. burning it to a DVD. I, at that point, I wasn't thinking. Oh, at some point, I'll have a digital library and be able to call things up. I, right. <laughs> Who I thought of that? Plan. That that was it. That would have been in the future. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I wasn't planning. Hey, look how long I had a VHS collection until I finally like got rid of a lot of that stuff. I so, still yeah. have my DVD, uh, my DVD collection on on the wall here, and mm. I'd get rid of it if I knew I could get at least a dollar a DVD. But I don't even know if I could get that. Just get rid of it. Just you know, I I keep the stuff I really like. I keep, I special editions, Criterion's. Uh, some box sets like my MST, my Mystery Science Theater 3000 box sets. I'm still right. trying to complete this set, but yeah, I still hang on to certain things. But most stuff, uh, digital's fine. Well, you know what kills me is you know bullets to to amass yeah to amass this collection. If I really broke it down and did the math, I'm sure I spent five grand. Uh, it's like I got like 500 movies purchased on the wall here. Yeah, and and you probably never, and half of them you probably never watched after the first time. Yeah, or yes. th- didn't you watch it at all because I've seen it fifty times and I just wanted to own it. Don't don't cling to the past, Joey. Let it go. I've been doing that slowly. I I, I got I'm down to like two boxes of comic books. Yeah, and and now my digital collection is probably three. No, it's four by, times the size of this. By the way, if anybody listening is uh, wants a uh, a first printing of issue number one of The Walking Dead. Make me an offer. <laughs> Make him a it good goes, offer because that thing's actually goes, worth money. It goes for up to a thousand dollars on eBay. Make me an offer. Why don't you just sell it on eBay? 
I keep putting it off. That's why, because I, I suck. Well, I, you, I, I need was like, to, you need to sell that fucking thing before the show isn't popular anymore. You know, I should have sold it three seasons ago. Tell me about it. I just keep putting it off. That's why. <laughs> like, God damn it! And, I know. And don't don't you dare sell it on Craigslist because there's going to be front page man killed over Walking Dead comic. <laughs> You're going to get some I, fucking creep coming to your house, and he's going to fucking take you out and then take your comic. I, I can't even tell you the last time I um. I uh, was on Craigslist. I really can't. I usually, if I am on there, I usually sell stuff like appliances. Those usually I, sell I, very quick and fast. Never sold anything on Craigslist. I, I think the only thing I ever, I, I think the last time I was on Craigslist is I was looking for wine making equipment. Oh, really? That was years ago. Yeah, I mean. Oh, wow. Huh. All right, anyway, so I, that, that's a sign that we've exhausted. <laughs> Yeah. Our talk uh, oh. about the perils of Gwendolyn in the land of the Yik Yak. I was exhausted before we started. <laughs> As everyone now, knows. I apologize I if if my end of the uh, show was not up to snuff this week. Well, you, 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 you were slow going, but you got there. Uh, yeah. The, the, one, the only thing I do quicker. want to point out was for a sexploitation, and again, this goes back to the origins of bondage fetish, because it's not about sex, it's about the bondage. That's where the erotica comes from. Um... For a sexploitation yeah, sex film, which this technically is, there is really only one actual sex scene if you don't count the guy supposedly being blown. Yeah, and it's the scene at the end. So. And, the, and, we're, and you don't see anything. You see nothing. Right, so there's, there's a lot. There's not even simulated sex. We're, we're, all right, we're talking maybe two scenes if you count the guy with the girl... Uh, okay. head, in her, head in his lap, right? Which you know, again, that could be—that's debatable. He could, she could be licking his navel for all we know. Yeah, I even as a kid, I'm like, she's doing something with his ding dong. I assumed <laughs> she was licking his navel. Yeah, no, I'm smarter than that. Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know right. what you're lying. Uh, I'm nothing, obviously. All Let's right, go ahead I, and I, rate this. Yeah, now IMDb has it at five point two. On only uh, based, 1,800 based on, reviews, though. Right, based on 1,800 votes. Votes, um, yes, not reviews. What, what, are you, what are you feeling, sir? For for film? No, for the book. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going... <laughs> I'm, I'm rationalizing. Uh, oh. for, I was thinking the actual film and nostalgia. Nostalgia... In my head, I go six because it's from my childhood. But I'm not doing. I'm not re reviewing it that way. Uh, as an actual movie, four. But I'm willing to go five. No, I, I think you're right with four. I, five is like middle of the road average, and right. I don't think that the uh, the money and production value makes up for the lack of good acting or even even for like a, a fanciful adventure story. The story is obviously very thin. Good. I was going to talk you into a four, but I'm exhausted, and I would have went with a five if you wanted. <laughs> no, no, so. no. I, I think I, 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 couldn't, I, I couldn't in good conscience give this a, a higher than a four without feeling dirty. Okay, good. Four so, it is. Now, the demographic, this is probably going to be all wacky just because there's not enough votes. Uh, well, average is five. 
with a, a kind of a weird spike for 10. 10% of people gave it 10 stars. So you, that's your perverts. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here's the odd thing. Uh, well, that's actually not too odd. Demographics, um, the lowest is females aged 18 to 29. They just don't get it. <laughs> they don't get it. The highest demographic is females aged 30 to 44, though. They do get it. <laughs> they get it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah they do. Oh, they, they get um, it, all right. And this is actually a little un- weird because for male and female age 30 to 44, females gave it 5.5, males gave it an average of 5.3. Mm. Now, only 43 women voted as opposed to 600 men. So fewer women, but kinkier. Yeah. Or they just really appreciate a strong female. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and males age 45 and over gave it like 4.9. So women actually, older women actually like this more than older men. Uh, yeah, probably because of the, uh, the yik yak. Maybe they're all women. I don't know. I, I, I think who knows? Maybe just older women just know I mean, what they this want. This doesn't show women in a good light, other than that they have you know beautiful figures. There's <laughs> just a lot of naked ladies getting tortured and. You know, but the, but the, but the women are torturing each other. Now let's let's point that out. The, this the this is true. Scenes, this is the true. Torture scenes. It's it's women dominating women. Uh, the now our our hero does slap Gwendolyn around a bit, but obviously he's just a tough guy, and I think she she, she actually shows she kind of likes it at a certain point. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, the love hate relationship, and and the women, even though there's women being tortured, they're being tortured by other strong women, and the strong women even have like a battle to the death. So that's very strong women. <laughs> that's as strong as you get and a, oh, yeah. and a female and a female villain lead uh right. with a henpecked scientist uh toady that's very uh feminist uh, here's the scene where they got uh, willard in drag <laughs> he's got a hairy chest but they're 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 still padding the bra so why <laughs> <laughs> okay. i would have liked to see this film but instead of willard Harry Fontana is the male lead from Eliminators. <laughs> Would have been a totally different film. He's not going to be able to pull off this drag costume, this fucking assless uh, the thong G-string he's got going. All right, because I'll tell you right now, Harry Fontana wouldn't have thrown the women off his boat. He would be like, hey, ladies, all right, let's go. And he wouldn't have believed the butterfly thing for a minute. He says, oh, come on, you're after diamonds, aren't you? you got to be after the diamond thing. I'm not falling for that. And like, I'll help he- you if it's diamonds, but I ain't going for fucking butterflies. Yeah, and, and at the end, he wouldn't have held up a butterfly. He would have held up a sack of fucking diamonds. Here, well, I'll buy you a butterfly. We're good. <laughs> Harry Fontana would have made this film. Yes, he would have. Yes, he would have. All right, so we gave it a four. Yes. Challenge for me. Now, here's a question uh, I'm embarrassed to ask because I always forget because we're you know over 200 episodes now, and sometimes I forget what we actually Oh, wow. You, okay, I know where you're going. What do you, do you? Well, no, no, no. I don't know the movie you, you're going for, I have, but I, I know have a that you, you well, just don't one. remember what we've reviewed. Right. I have a, I have a backup. So if you guess it on the first one, I'm going with the backup. Take okay. one guess. What I want to review, uh, challenge you to. Based off of this, um, and and then I'm wondering if we've actually reviewed it or just talked about it. 
Can you give me a hint? No. No. <laughs> Why not? It's is it that easy? It's it's an adventure quest. It's like the whole main theme of the film. Is it Buckaroo Banzai? No. No, it's a good film. We do bad films. We talk about. I, I know we do bad. Wow. Have we have we formally reviewed Treasure of the Four Crowns? Uh, no. Well, I'm gonna say no. But we've talked about. See, here's the problem with that. And we've talked I'm, about it. So you're right. We've talked. I'm pretty about sure it a lot. we've talked about it in depth because it was a bad movie day. Ch All like right. film that we've done that we've done so we've definitely talked about it we've talked about scenes from it we've talked about that there wasn't four fucking crowns <laughs> we've done all that um so we i don't believe we formally reviewed it but i all don't right. think there's anything we could say that we haven't already said i just can't pin pinpoint the episode that we did it in okay now um i have backup and I, I, i'm gonna to this and and the link to this would be uh, dubbing. Dubbing, okay. Dub the fact that it's dubbed as well. I I'm trying to confirm it had a theatrical release. I think it did because it's the '80s and everything did back then. Uh, yeah. But I'm not but I'm not 100 percent sure. So that's the only problem. But I, I I'm gonna risk it for this. Okay. All right. Um, Do you're I not gonna guess for it. that other than dubbing. Uh, that's the what? Do I get a hint other than dubbing? I just really no similarity besides the the dubbing and maybe maybe the fact that there's a, a no there's really no link. <laughs> okay. <laughs> besides the fact, and I'm not even sure if it is dubbed. It just feels like it's dubbed. <laughs> okay. So it's close <laughs> enough. Oh, what the you're hell not going to get it. I have no hints for you. I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to cut right into it. Uh, it's the 1987 film Rotor. R O T O R. I don't think I've ever. I don't. It doesn't even sound familiar to me. It it is a film about a R O T O R stands for Robotic Officer Tactical Operation Research. It's a ro It's a RoboCop. Oh boy. But it's it's really just a guy oh, with I've a mustache seen this. I've in seen a helmet this. with like an eagle on the side. Yeah. Th this box is famous in my brain. <laughs> Like, th like this is a poster I wanted badly on my wall as a kid. Yeah, it's like, now, you go to any mom and pop, any mom and pop, any good mom and pop, and they had, they had this it. poster on this wall. And uh -huh. I, oh, man. Fuck, I haven't seen this movie probably since I was a kid. I, I love you right now. This is awesome. <laughs> I don't know if I should thank you yet. <laughs> But, uh, shit, did this have a... I'm not seeing a theatrical release date. That's why it I don't know. It says video premiere, U.S. 1988. So it probably went direct-to-video in America. It did go direct-to-video. Uh, but you know what? I I'm, I'm going to say fuck it. Oh, man. Well, we tell people that we can't review their movies, like challenges and stuff, because it didn't go theatrical. Kind of hypocritical, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so the next challenge that comes in, now, theatrical or I, not, I, I, I don't like straying from okay. the structure of let, the show. Let me let me let me cast back to a year you know, like a hundred episodes ago okay. when we started doing the Netflix challenge. Remember that? That was a that was a different 
way to challenge, though. We didn't make it that was. the premiere review. All right, so I'm. It was gonna, always kind of like we did the review, and then at the end we kind of did that. All right, so I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start a new challenge. Ah. Is that Gino already bitching that we? Uh, <laughs> well, now 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 it's like we can review something he said that we couldn't do before. Well, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. see, this is what he says. He goes, "Fuck it." Uh, say fuck it do BC Rock 2 because <laughs> I initially said no to that because it, it didn't go theatrical Here, here's what so, I'm going to say I so BC Rock this... falls into this challenge you're going to go for so go ahead well hang on well may, maybe maybe not <laughs> what I want to do let's let's start just for like the next 5-10 episodes we'll see how long we can take it I want to start doing I just want to do like a little bit of only 1980s direct a video Okay, because in here, here's there's something special about directed directed video in the late '80s and even a little early '90s. So we'll we'll kind of we'll play it a little loose as when it comes like '90, '91, '92. But up to a certain point, they were still films that they would you would like this like Rotor when you watch it. This kind of quality film was in the theaters. They were making right. the Eliminators. That was in the fucking theaters. You still had this kind of shit being made. It wasn't. We didn't. We haven't reached the point yet where people are shooting movies on camcorders and releasing them to video. We haven't reached right. that point yet. So it's this weird gray area of okay, we're still making theatrical release films, uh, technically, but we're not going to release it in the theater because now we have this whole thing called home video, and we can release it here cheaper. And this is where our audience is going to be anyway. And so it's like it's like at this in the 80s it was like a pure market it hadn't been sullied yet by the industry okay i get if that makes yeah no, I mean, no I, I mean, it makes total sense to me anyway. i'm rationalizing and i think we've come full circle because now we're seeing now with netflix and everything you have uh direct-to-video stuff technically direct-to-streaming that's really good Lower oh, yeah. budget, but still quality. But even I mean, with I've the watched, lower budget, the quality is high, very I've high. Watched, yeah, I've watched a lot of direct, direct to streaming stuff. That's like, yeah, this, I enjoyed that very much. And same, I I watched eighties direct to video stuff that I liked. So, I yeah. want to explore this. We'll start okay. this, and then so at least, at least, you have to at the very least do the same thing on your net on your challenge to me. And if it's still if it still feels fresh after that, we'll. I keep already doing have it. one in my head. Uh-huh. Believe me, already have one in my head. So, 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 so for this retro movie sucktastic series of challenges, the the restriction is actually that it can't be a theatrical release. Okay, and uh, I think we talked about off air. We talked about um, dedicating a month sometime soon to uh, user requests and things like that. Just like, huh? Yeah just doing uh reviews that just um of uh, viewers and fans of the show request us oh yeah that too yeah definitely you know just like just put it out there on the you know on the facebook and just you know let everyone just recommend movies that to review and for a month you know four episodes or so we'll just cherry pick them and just uh-huh. do them and i think definitely. that'll be All fun right. And we could even we could even start like a film bank for from um, from fans of the show, you know. Like let's say we get twenty movies to review, we pick four, all right. We do those four, then we put the other sixteen in the bank, 
And when when we can't decide on what to do, we pick one from it. What's know, the oh, you know, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's an arm loan. Aha. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll figure all that out. But all right. Um, we do have voicemail. We should go ahead and so play I've that. So I heard. Yes. yes. So let's go ahead and play some voicemail. Uh, let me cue it up. I have it. All right. We're going to play this, and then I guess we'll end the, we'll talk about it, and then we'll end the show. Hey, 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 hey. It's uh, Gino Cuddy calling in. How are you guys doing? Uh, since Scott was so angry at me and so pissed at me <laughs> last time for not giving you guys links to call in or to follow my stuff, here it's it is. It's out of love. Flat out. It's out of love. You can follow Gino Cuddy on Facebook at facebook.com slash official Gino Cuddy. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-G-E-N-O-C-U-D-D-Y. And you could also follow me on Twitter at official Gino C. And you can go to my YouTube, type in Gino in the evening, G-E-N-O-I-N-T-H-E-E-V-E. Uh, N-I-N-G um, and I just wanted to call him and give him a hard time call him and give you guys a hard time too because I love you guys so much um, hopefully you guys uh, can review some good flicks uh, this week I've been binge watching all of your live stream and YouTube episodes hopefully you guys do one that's great this week um, by the time the I hear this message anyway. again uh, you guys probably will be in the process of doing that um, but again, Gino Cuddy, Gino in the evening, go to all those links. Um, Scott and Joey will uh, hopefully provide links and put them on the Facebook page. And no. who else is looking forward to the <laughs> Ape oh, wow. Blu-ray coming out soon? Ape 1976 is coming out on Blu-ray. On 3D, oh. looking forward to that. Kino Lorber Studios, good show. All in right, 3D. this is Gino Cuddy calling in. Hopefully you guys have a great day. All right? Bye-bye. Very cool. Although I don't know how many people that are watching it live or will watch the video later are is going to pay attention because it's during an entire scene where Tony Katane is topless and in a G-string. So bad timing, Gino. Bad so, timing. Come on. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Uh, uh, there is one thing I did want to uh, tell Gino. He keeps uploading posters that he's made that are actually very good, like alternate uh -huh. covers. And there's actually a, a, a place that I use on the internet to get alternate covers and posters that people actually use to print out for their DVD and Blu-ray collection. And um, it's called uh, cc.dvdcovers.com. And he should go there and he should upload his stuff there and, and let people enjoy them too. cc.dvdcovers. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's cdcovers.cc. I apologize. I had it backwards. Uh, my, my, so my dyslexia. CD covers. Dot .cc not not dot .com no dot .cc okay and you there's thousands of different you know DVD covers uh, that people make oh, um, that you can download and you can print them out and put them in the DVD sleeve and all that stuff so when I'm looking for like something really unique if I want something say for my Plex sometimes I go there and I just pull the DVD cover into my favorite uh, Photoshop type program and just take the poster part instead of the it's, whole DVD. It's, 
It's uh, cdcovers.cc. Yes. Yeah. There we go. I'm, I'm posting on the Facebook now while we're talking. That's why. Was... Oh, cool. So now, it's a, it's a great I, place for covers. And, I, and uh, also, feel free to upload them to the Facebook page, our Facebook page, too, if you want to share them there. That's definitely... I well, he's been we'll... he's been tagging us, and I don't remember if he's tagging Movie Sucktastic, but if he does, people can see them through us that way, too. Sure. Uh, yeah. Feel free. I don't mind. Um, yeah. And, you know, I have something to say. When you're pitching your links, since you have... Spell Gino Cuddy, because that's an unusual name, but don't spell things like official or evening, because most people know how to spell those. So don't waste your time. Just <laughs> just, just, just a that... friendly advice. That's just friendly advice from Scott, yes. believe it or not. Just, just, you know, Gino in the evening, that's G-E-N-O, because we know what in the spell. Just, just, it'll, it'll, it'll make it easier for you. That's all. Yes. That's all. But, uh, yeah, uh, definitely check out Gino's show. Uh, if, and if you're in Connecticut. Um, yeah, watch uh, that. Watch that. Uh, watch it and, and or see if he'll bring you on as a guest. Uh, yeah, sure. And, and I and I've, I've told Joey if Gino ever decided to invite me on his show as a guest, I might make the drive. <laughs> Maybe. And if I'm not busy, I, I would follow Scott. <laughs> I'd follow you, sir. Oh, get a hotel together. Woohoo! Woohoo! I know, I know just the place. Oh, should I be? Uh, should be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I figured as much. Uh, all right. I think it is time to end the show. Yeah, we're we're pretty much good. we're good. Yeah, we're good. A little slow on my end, like you said, but it turned out into a pretty good show, I think. I I I yes, okay, definitely. <laughs> I think I think next I think next episode will be a little better. I think so. After the day I had today, I don't I didn't see today going any other way. You're all blurry, sir. Should fix that. There you go. No, didn't fix it. Come on, we need to see that manly mug. Got pink eye? What happened? I'm just trying to... You okay? Ah. What did your shirt say? I make what? Uh, I make... (laughs) I love it. And and that's sweat. That's not spaghetti sauce. That's just sweat. You you didn't have to say that. You could have... Just left well, that it's a alone. Big, big blotch. It's like no, that's me. That's my moisture muscle. There you go. Could have said you were drooling on yourself while watching Gwendolyn. I would have believed weird. it. Hey, it's like I can't see it from here, but when I show it on, that's weird. It's only showing on the camera, but it's not. That's bizarre. It's like a ghost, oh. ghost sweat. It, it's it's like uh, it's different kind of bodily fluid there. Only shows up under infrared and. Uh, Webcams. I need say no more. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, Episode 204 of Movie Sucktastic. Uh, Go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Download any of the shows there. You can listen to the show there as well. Tune in live every Thursday at 8 o'clock or sometimes at 8.15. Check us out. Uh, go to iTunes and you can download the show there as well. Make sure you leave a review while you're there. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. 
everything from trailers to the show to just about anything movie related that we're interested in, we put there. Uh, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908-514-4470. If you want to email us, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. And uh, you can download the free Android app for your phone, tablet, whatever you're using. It's totally free. Everything I said is in there. And there is uh, now a mobile version of the website for all you iPhone users. Oh, yeah. That about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? I'm infallible. <laughs> have you ever made love? I can't let Beat you me die without making love. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. If I fall, it's your name I'll call on the way down. (laughs) I love that. That's a great line, too. That is is one of the uh, best lines of the movie. (laughs) You know, that's something that I wouldn't be surprised if he ad-libbed and the director said, yeah, we're going to keep that. I don't know if I... Not him. It was was her. That's right. She said it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, yeah, she, would, she, she definitely didn't ad-lib that. Sorry, no, Tawny. She, yeah, no. she's not ad-libbing. You, you were fed that one. She, she's barely following the script, sir. Come on. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye-bye. No. Okay. Okay. You said you'd never tell. <laughs> <laughs>